0: mom and dad told me if i said the lord's prayer at night i wouldn't get nightmares and so you know i'd say the lord's the lord's prayer in full and then i'd still get nightmares so i thought i wasn't saying it enough oh no so then i'd start saying it i'd say it three times in a row and i I wouldn't get nightmares that night and then like do that long enough Mm -hmm. and i get a nightmare i'm like still not saying enough so i got to the point where I oh, this is so this is such a weird detail about me. This is like I've never I think I, I think
1: I've if, never heard this. I didn't know you've ever said the Lord's Prayer.
0: Oh, like obsessed as like I like eight year old. Jesus. Like when you were a baby. I'd be like Oh, maybe even older. Like I think it was in Mo's house when it started to get really bad.
1: Okay. Um How so you're what what age were you when all this was going down around?
0: Fuck, I'd have been ten. Okay. Somewhere around there. So middle
1: school? Yeah, yeah,
0: like maybe pre- just before Kevin Tranum or during just before I think Kevin Trenum and I would just go like I remember I'd for I'd say three times in a row, and then four times in a row every night for for like probably like two years or so. And then it got to the it got so bad at its worst, I wouldn't even say the full Lord's prayer and then say another and say another one. It got to the point where I would say it seven about seventy-seven times in a <laughs> row before I could go to sleep. Oh no. And what I would do is, I would say, because the whole the whole prayer is like our father who and in heaven, how be thy name, I'd break it up into chunks. Yeah. So I'd go R, 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 and I would say that seventy-seven times <laughs> and then father, 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 father. <laughs> like if- speaker <laughs> yeah father father father, <laughs> father 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 ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, who art who art who art who art who art who art and i say that's insane.
2: what was from me
0: Feel good people. Hello. Uh, technically, the second episode we recorded this week. We recorded the <coughs> Halloween episode in advance, so we're not late like we were last year.
1: I recorded it yesterday.
0: Recorded it yesterday. Video cats. It's gonna be a Halloween special. Right. It's not very Halloweeny. Not spooky. Not really spooky. There's a couple hiding stories. This is like the best I could do. I was gonna like. Get costumes and stuff like that, but I was like, no one's going to get costumes. Like, if I tell some like, <laughs> Max, you're not getting one, Aaron's probably not going to, or Lauren, like, no one's going, like, half a month early.
1: Because oh. Mike, Mike fucking jumped out of its fucking hand.
0: Yep, my bad. No one's going, like, half a month early to uh, <laughs> to get Halloween costumes. Like, it's just not going don't, to, I don't see that happening.
1: Yeah. It's you been know, a fucked up is, year too yeah doesn't feel halloween ish like out
0: really i think i think it's feel very just because it's cold does it it's autumn it feels very autumny to me it's nice and cold out it's chilly
1: i don't feel it yet i don't feel it's not even, uh, oh. sorry this was the first year that i didn't get that like back to school fucking jitter vibes I've been out of school for a while. It's
0: funny. I get those every time I see, like, if I'm in Walmart and I see, like, advertisements for back-to-school stuff. Mm. But we're way late on that anyways. That's, like, summer stuff. Yeah. But I know what you mean. I, I saw it, like, when I started my new job because my job kind of coincides with back-to-school.
1: Yeah, yes. I guess that's, the, like, only concurrence now. How's that going? How's your new job going? Love it. Excellent.
0: Sorry, I'm messing with my mic stand here. So, no know, worries. I'll, I'll some talk mess. some
1: shit. <laughs> Wake the fuck up, people. <laughs> um, so I'm going to be undertaking some personal projects here in the very near future. Some, um, how would you even call them? Not pet projects, but just some some long-term uh, projects I've been working on for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to take a step back away from the podcast for a little bit to work on these finally complete them get them to finish and get them out published you know whether that be self-publishment or you know if harvey weinstein wants to publish something, <laughs> something that would be a good time uh, <laughs> i'll take it harvey i'll take your money i'll take your filthy jew money um and yeah so yeah this might be my last one for a bit so we made a little personal one little talk he's just still fixing his mic.
0: Absolutely. Do you th- I always thought these were such a great idea when I first got them. <laughs> dude, they're now. becoming more and more of a problem <laughs> as time goes on. They're always dropping the mics. <laughs> like, fuck this. I'm just going to hold it.
1: Uh, people will <sighs> get my views on Harvey Weinstein on the next podcast. So.
0: On the, Well, not even the next one. The last one of the last month. The last one of the month. So you're still going to edit and do the... Yeah, that'll be up. Yeah. Oh, I got mad. I was a little pissed when you told me. Yeah? Yeah, because it was like... Because you were talking about like you're not enjoying it right now and stuff. And I was like, I've been so many times where I haven't enjoyed the podcast and I've just soldiered on. So I was like... There's a little part of me I was like, who the fuck are you? To like just qu- up and be like, I need to take a break from the podcast.
1: Because it's your podcast.
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: You made it. You've made it your podcast. And also,
0: I guess it's because it's like the last few episodes have been really good to me. Like, I really, I'm enjoying it more than ever now. Yeah. You know, you've been coming in like sharp, clear minded, and fucking rattling stuff off. Like, you've been really good on the podcast lately. So, see, I've
1: just been shutting up the last four podcasts. I've just No, that's not true. Well, no, that's the mindset I've been going in with. I'm telling you. I've just been going in being like, uh, just shut up and let him talk, and then in an hour, it'll be over with. And so I've just been going into it like that, sort of, you know? And so it just hasn't, yeah, it just hasn't been enjoying me. I've just been had too much shit on my mind lately, too too much shit to not talk about on radio, you know? And I'm just too, I have a hard time not talking, not being, like, truthful, and it's just too much shit right now that I just got to keep in my own bubble and deal with.
0: Right. Like stuff you don't want to talk about because you're just like, it's too personal?
1: Not even that, just, like, let me fucking deal with it. I'm just, I'm just at the point. I've been fucking whining and bitching for five years, and I'm just fucking done with it. I need to, I'm, I'm at the point, I'm almost, like, in, like, a producing point, you know? I'm trying to get my fucking film funded, finally. Right. I'm trying to just get some shit done. And I just feel like this podcast is, like, an outlet for me to be even more lazy. Like, I feel like I'm getting something done, you know? And, uh. But not really accomplish nothing not real feel like i have to tell the truth or nothing you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so finally get a place you know not homeless no more that's one thing dad's okay. dad's not homeless anymore it's the main thing yeah i'm a young guy like i don't care i'm i i feel like vagabond again <coughs> some days you know Just yeah. walking miles but um so that's the main thing and then you know i'm just going to get some financial shit down and continue what i've always done just creating my art you know and it's not like i'm not gonna be over here right you're gonna be a big part of helping me you know get this art out and shit just the podcast alone and just kind of i don't like i don't like when i feel like i need to stifle myself you know and lately i've just feeling like i need to stifle myself to no one's fault but just my own you know just what i'm going through right now and in the phase i'm in
0: Right, stuff you don't want to feel like talking about, basically.
1: Yeah, it's no one's fault or nothing. I just need to take a step back during this period of my life. Per, not a permanent. It's funny because you you're talking. so
0: happy. Like you're happy, you got a place and stuff like that.
1: I am very happy. I'm very content right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm feeling. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling better than I have in a long time.
0: So then, why not do the podcast now that things are going good?
1: For the reasons I just told you.
0: Right, but they're now they're good. Like they're. You know what I mean, like.
1: <clears throat> but they're things... not—they're not good. I'm just in a—I'm more in a place ready to face them. I think.
0: Okay. Well, if you don't Head end up doing on. anything, I'm gonna hold your feet to the fire. You so better you're like fucking stop doing the podcast, and you're not fucking making anything.
1: You always have.
0: Fair enough, man. So that's it, eh?
1: No, like I said, this is just a step back from the podcast. You're not quitting. No. <clears throat> okay. If it was permanent I would say it's permanent But
0: nah.
1: like every time I've said it Don't worry this isn't a permanent This is a step back during this period
0: And this isn't because I asked you to stop drinking on the podcast Right?
1: No that would have been around episode 30 When you asked <laughs> me to do that
0: I know but you haven't been doing it until like the last 5-6 episodes
1: Uh you No know, me and Daco came in here after a few vodka shots That one time
0: Yeah I know I could tell You told wow. me you didn't drink but yeah, I knew you did I could tell
1: Yeah so no it's not that Mm-hmm. It's not that. It's not that. Uh, that hasn't created a more stifling mood. It's just right. myself.
0: You think Daco will still come in?
1: What are the chan-
0: I, I, I don't know, because I don't think he comes in unless you're coming in.
1: Well, this isn't my podcast. Right. This is your podcast. So well, i same like, Well, it's,
0: like it's me and Daco's.
1: I wouldn't say so. Well,
0: especially lately, where it's just been me and Daco talking. Um, it's been closer to like, a Tell Him Steve Dave vibe than like.
1: I don't know I still feel like Susie I'm playing off I know I still feel like I'm just oh, playing off whatever you say I still feel like I'm just waiting for you to say something I feel like I'm But that makes
0: sense. I'm the host I'm the Yeah I know but I
1: feel host. like I'm here for you almost to do the podcast and I'm not enjoying it very well you know
0: right. But I've done that for you like I've When you're like hammered and I'm like really not enjoying it. And not only do I have to not enjoy doing the podcast, I've got to not enjoy doing the editing and the posting and every other step along the way.
1: But you still want to do this podcast, right?
0: There's a point where I was like, I should just quit. Because like, because like you weren't coming in sober and all the podcasts were like, I didn't like them. I wouldn't listen to them. You Mm -hmm. know, and I was like, I feel like I was just doing them to do them. Like rush them out. Yeah. First time in a long time I've been liking the podcast more and more lately.
1: Yeah. And I've not been liking it more and more it's just i don't know been more and more like a thing and dacos all the way in tumblr now and there's less people coming in i liked it more when it was like open setup you know but that's not that has nothing to do with the reason right you mean like when it was couches and shit no when it was more of an open forum you know when people would drop in and drop out kind of thing every once in a while but we still always had the strong thing you know but it was just more of a... It just
0: like, it's hard. I'm being open to that, but more of an I'm open sick forum. of being the one who always has to book this thing. Like, it's like, well, when so, well, a lot of people were coming in, that's because I was inviting them. But you it's know what like, I mean? It's, and it's just like, fuck, man. It's hard. It's really hard to, like... It, it seems like it's not, but it's very hard to keep this thing right. I remember Jamie wants to start on podcast, and my advice to her was, like, make it as easy as possible, or else he won't do it every week.
1: Yeah. Like, like, we, like we've like, had a seems, set time for a while now. Saturdays at
0: sometimes yeah six six six
1: six, five ish yeah six five seven
0: somewhere around there yeah and it's like yeah like i was telling jamie like it's like because she wanted to like produce it and like edit it and stuff like that i'm like if i had to edit this fucking podcast there's no way i would do it it'd feel like a like because it's like i got music and i got my job job mm-hmm. you know I got the job pays me and I got the band and then I got this on top of it yeah and all those things need weekly like the band needs weekly like a, <coughs> a nourishment, weekly nourishment yeah? yeah and it's like if I had to like edit anything out I, I remember the first couple episodes I'd edit certain things
1: you'd, out. You'd, you'd listen to the entire thing to see if something
0: or like if someone, I would ask someone if they want something edited out I'd do it and I'd still like if someone really wants something edited out, I might you but it, be, it, had to, it had to be like, it had to be a re, like, you it, would re-listen to it
1: like six times. Yeah. And, it,
0: and also in a weird way, it had to be something that I deemed the, the worth edit, taking my time out to fucking edit it out. If it was just something that was embarrassing to somebody. Right. Uh, I'm sorry, but like, it's fun. It takes like, the podcast takes about three to four hours to do. If I have to edit stuff, it's like six hours. Yeah. Yeah, comb through it. And even when I was combing through it to take out names... I would miss shit all the time. People told me, like, you edited out this person's name, like, five (laughs) times in a row. Oh, no. But then then you'd you'd miss, miss like, one of them. (laughs) Oh, no. And I'm just like... Yeah, it's just like at that point I'm like, well what the fuck was all that work for? <laughs> like
1: <laughs> That's a great example. I never I never heard that the, before. Oh,
0: it's the worst. That's why I don't edit things out anymore. I'm just like <laughs> What's the fucking point? <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea of it getting bleeped and then finally just But then like somewhere someone says something along like where I just didn't hear it or I didn't not Because sometimes when I wanna edit things out that's I'm the just like thing when do we ta- I try to be like, when do we talk about it? Right. I try to pinpoint the, the area to look at.
1: And that's the harder thing is we, uh, back in the, in the early days, we had a larger forum on the podcast too. Yeah. So someone would say something and there'd be tiny little chatter in the background too, you know? Yeah. Very, uh, fly on the wall. Yeah, for sure. It's like, how do you edit all that shit out? I don't know. But yeah, I'm just going to be taking a personal break.
0: Okay. I wonder, do you think Dak will still do it though? If I invited him? Yeah. Uh, I like having Dak there. Dak's like a safety blanket, you know?
1: Dak's great on the podcast.
0: All right, I got to let Susie out. Want me me to ramble on, ramble on.
1: I'm the rambler. And so one of my first projects uh, is coming out. It's going to be an album that, fuck, I've been working on since I've been telling people this shit since fucking high school, pretty much. And uh, it's kind of... The album's gonna go into work as, like, an autobiography of, you know, the first stages of my life, almost. It sounds... The way I say it makes it more pretentious than it actually fucking is. Um, It's gonna be fun. You know, the first... It's gonna have a few Rock and Roll Bitches tracks on it. It's gonna have a few Mad Max tracks on it. And I'm gonna put a few short stories on it, too, narrated. Sounds boring, but I'm gonna give it away for free, so... You know, don't listen to it if you don't want to. If you do want to, maybe you'll like it. You know, that's the thing about being an artist. You just kind of put it out there and give it to people to like or not like. Either way, you know, it's out there and you did your job. And then I'm going to try to get this film underway. I am remaking Fitzcarletto. Where uh, where uh, Werner Herzog Dragged that boat up the mountain
0: Can you explain to people what Fitzcarlito is?
1: It's where Werner Herzog Dragged a real boat up a mountain <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that the documentary On that movie or is that the movie?
1: That's the documentary The movie is about a man who wants to open up an opera house In the middle of the jungle Okay. Played by um, Werner's man um, Werner Herzog's main man
0: yeah, that weird dude. That weird actor. There's yeah. a whole documentary about him.
1: I can't think of his name. Apparently he was a piece of shit.
0: Yeah. Brilliant
1: actor. But was he acting? Who knows? <laughs> apparently he was a pretty fucking, <laughs> apparently he was a pretty big piece of shit, so. <laughs> I don't mind. Are you, when death comes, when that light fucking shides down, you a tombstone person?
0: What? No, am I like, what do you mean my tombstone person
1: like have you always imagined like tombstone or are you like i'm uh, more of a i
0: think em- there's no choice but a tombstone embalming
1: nowadays? well no you can get uh urn
0: yeah but there's still like isn't there always a grave site am i no, wrong no no
1: no you got to pay for a grave site
0: oh. that's
1: got to be in your will if you get if you get burnt in an urn then nah. you just get that urn you thought you thought grave sites were like a mandatory government thing.
0: I was always like, no, I. You know what it is, man.
1: Hmm.
0: It would make and sense. There's if a part they were... of me that doesn't want to like just get burnt to I a crisp.
1: You. Like, what if you're still conscious in your body? Yes, there's always been
0: like a part of me that is like, like, like illegitimately I guess would be the word but yeah. there's always been a part of me that's like like a tiny part of me <laughs> which just makes no sense no very obvious, illogical fear very illogical fear of like I don't know what if I still feel it somehow <laughs> and you're like I'm alive when you can't speak <laughs> or like there was like a thing where like intense, like, there's, like, a jolt in my brain from, like, the intense heat or something like that. And <laughs> I just, and I'm, like, dead. But then I become conscious <laughs> for, like, three seconds in the <laughs> middle of an inferno.
1: Locked as some th- fucking old man, smiles and laughs hysterically. I don't like the idea
0: of death. It scares me.
1: Yeah, death is scary, man. And, like,
0: I don't like the idea of not existing at all. Like, the idea... Was, like, for a long time... Yeah. That's why I had a problem with sleep when I was a kid.
1: Really? I, didn't yeah, know. I hated I, I've sleeping because I didn't this. like the
0: idea of, like not being conscious and i'm like what's going on why can't i why don't i remember what's going on in between those times that's so fascinating and i'm like i don't like it i don't like the idea of like closing my eyes and not having any memory of what's going on like it really I never me.
1: heard about this this was like it was a fear for you almost almost a phobia
0: 100 percent. i was like i like i think i was obsessive compulsive a little bit when i was younger because i would like do i can things see that. like mom would tell me to wash my hands and i got in the habit of like washing my hands like like probably every like hour three times in a row.
1: Okay, so I can see that you'd like to stick to a uh, schedule.
0: Yeah, I think I think like if this is good, then more of this has got to be even better.
1: Yeah, I think that's definitely what like especially early onset OCD yeah. would have been.
0: And I I remember my our parents like told me Cause I'd have nightmares too. Like I'd either have nightmares or nothing. And I was just so, like, why well, I, like dre- dre- I don't like sleeping. I don't like the idea of not being aware of my body and my surroundings and just losing time. I don't like the idea of losing time. So no matter or, what,
1: sleeping was shitty. Yeah.
0: Or a nightmare. Right. Or getting chased by a monster yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And I remember just to get me to go to sleep, mom and dad told me if I said the Lord's prayer at night, I wouldn't get nightmares. And so, you know, I'd say the Lord's, the Lord's prayer in full. And then I'd still get nightmares, so I thought I wasn't saying it enough. Oh no! So then I'd start saying it. I'd say it three times in a row, and I, and I would get nightmares that night. And then like do that long enough, mm-hmm. and I get a nightmare. I'm like still not saying it enough. So I got to the point where I oh, this is so this is such a weird detail about me. This is like I've I think never I think I've
1: if, never heard this. I didn't know you've ever said the Lord's prayer.
0: Oh, like obsessed so as like a like eight year old. Jesus. Like when you were a baby. I'd be like Oh, maybe even older. Like I think it was in Moe's house when it started to get really bad. Okay. Um How so
1: you're what what age were you when all this was going down around?
0: Fuck, I'd have been ten. Okay. Somewhere around there. So middle school? Yeah. Middle school. Yeah, like maybe pre, just before Kevin Tranum or during just before I think Kevin Tranum and I would just go. Like I remember I'd for I'd say three times in a row, and then four times in a row every night for for like probably like two years or so. And then it got to the it got so bad at its worst, I wouldn't even say the full Lord's prayer and then say another and say another one. It got to the point where I would say it seven about seventy seven times in a <laughs> row before I could go to sleep. Oh no. <laughs> and what I would do is I would say, because the, the whole prayer is like, Our Father, Heart, and Heaven, Hallowed be thy name. I'd break it up into chunks. Yeah. So I'd go, R, 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 R. And I'd say that 77 <laughs> times. and then- Father, 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 father. father.
2: <laughs> like a fucking speaker. Yeah. Father,
0: father, father, <laughs> father, 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 father. father. Uh, who art, who art, who art, who art, who art, who are? And I'd say that 77 times. I'd say every word in order of the Lord's Prayer 77 times. And then I would finally feel okay, to, safe to go to sleep.
1: That's pretty fucked up.
0: It's fucking insane. And then one time mom caught me. And it's kind would... of like a
1: long prayer to say too, the Catholic Lord's Prayer.
0: Yeah. Every word in order you, 77. If and you, if I fucked up, I would start all uh, over again
1: from square one. Like if you say it fast, it still takes about a minute. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you
0: say, <if> 77 <laughs> times word by word. I probably spent like two hours every night saying the Lord's Prayer.
1: Sorry, I interrupted, mom interrupted you one and time. No, mom,
0: one time mom caught me because I didn't have a door in my bedroom. Shitty So she just walk must have been walking by and just heard me r r r r r r r seventy seven times ago, father 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 father, father. seventy seven times, and then she explained to me like oh, that's not how it works like I think, I think she saw that like this fucking little fucking little ritual up. that she gave me to feel better at night is like blowing up in her face in my like turning me insane.
1: Are you because you've never seemed even like a very. I mean, you do, you are good with schedules and shit, but you don't, you've never seemed like a very ritualistic almost man to me. Does, has oh, that, I love ritual. Has that shit happen with like other shit?
0: Now my rituals all revolve around food.
1: Mm, I see, just eating at a certain time, eating after something. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like I wake up, I have something to eat. I had to have something to eat or it freaks me out for some reason. Or like I have something to eat right after work. What do you I have, have something to eat during work. What do you mean It I freak eat after I eat you eat out. The <laughs> What, what exactly do you mean it freaks you out? doesn't freak me out. It's just like...
1: Makes you feel weird. I'll,
0: it'll be like... It'll be one of those things where it'll automatically put me in a bad mood because I didn't do the okay. thing I... Like, I'm a I'm a plan-oriented guy. Mm-hmm. I try to make plans in advance, and when they don't go well or when they don't happen, I kind of flip out a little bit. Right. And uh, so if I plan, I'm like, okay, I'm going to wake up at noon, I'm going to make breakfast. Uh, and if I don't get, like, the shower... If I if I like have a shower, have some breakfast and have a little bit of downtime, mm-hmm. one of those things gets off in my morning, like I sleep in or something like that, or someone like shows like like I consider listening to podcasts part of my downtime. And so if I if I planned on walking to work, say. Yeah. Say I plan on walking to work, it can even be like a chilly day or whatever, but I have a podcast in, I'm walking to work, mm. and I know that like I'm gonna it's gonna be timed out just right. Yeah. I'm going to get to work right on time. I'm going to have like 10 minutes to listen to this podcast. Someone like pulls up and gives me a ride. I get mad. Cause mm, I'm like, I you. just want to finish this fucking podcast. And I'm going to be at work early now. Time. It's like, I kind of listened to this podcast for 10 minutes. Instead I'm working now because I got, you know what I mean? And I'm I had like, some
1: stupid fucking back and forth. That was cheap. Not a real conversation.
0: Yeah. I was like, but and also like, Here's the thing. They're just being nice people. Yeah, exactly. No, no, it's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. So it's like, it's, and it's mostly like, or, um, like I said, like I have those three things I like to do before, before I go to work. And if one of them gets thrown off, I just puts me in a sour mood and then everything bad that happens is, is after because that, of that, I sort of blame it on that or like, sometimes I like to think I like, I know cause I'm an anxious person and I'm a depressed person and when everything's going right and I don't have a place to dump that it almost scares is, you. Well, yeah. Cause I'm, I'm still depressed and anxious, but now I have no reason. So it's like, and when's just, it just get happen? Mad at, I just get mad at myself. Yeah. I, I, I turn it inwards and I'm like, I'm such a fu- Like I remember, um, this Friday it was great. Like you guys, was it Friday when you guys found the, got the place? Uh, no, it was, yeah, yeah it was Friday morning. Yeah. Friday. So you told me you got the place and I was like happy and, you know, I had money and you know, everything's good, with Jamie, everything, everything in my life was good. But I was just fucking miserable all Friday. Really. And it was like I don't like I it was the most frustrating thing cuz at least like if I'm miserable, like you be like, "Oh, Max and Dad are having a hard time and I could dump my misery and, and it's anxiety. justified." Yeah, I could dump I could, it's like it's like a it's like a reason, you know, it gives me reason to feel that way. Yes. But when I, I feel that way and there's no reason, I get really scared. Mm. It, and like I just don't know. I don't like it, it's, it's. like I feel like a a balloon with too much air in it. Right. And like I I went and I downstairs and I, I started mixing the album we're doing. An, you know I got an album coming with Shake Appeal. Yeah. Started mixing that and I just was like, okay, okay, it's all good. Like I'm working now and it's like I think.
1: You were trying to fool yourself.
0: Almost. Well, yeah, I was like, I, because. Lately, I've just been like chilling and I haven't been working on the album at all, which I should be. Right. I've been like slagging on that. But I started working on it and I'm like, oh, this isn't good. Like, this album sucks. Or I'd be like, this is good. This is good. I'm like finally doing what I want. And I kind of forgot how to work, if that makes sense. Like, how Mm. to work artistically. Right. Like, work, work, work is a different thing. But like, putting this album together, it was just like, I was just mixing one song and it was like. I'm like, why does this fucking snare sound like this? Like, I was just getting mad. That must have been frustrating. And everything I did to change it didn't work. That must have been frustrating. It was very frustrating. And it was like... And also... I think, But I think part of it was like... Because I was listening back to the mixes. They sound fine. Right. And I think a part of it is just like... Self-consciousness that day? Yeah. I I think it's just like, yeah, I needed a place to dump all my misery. Right. A reason to be miserable. And so I was just like, there it is. I suck I suck at like the thing that I've been trying to do my whole life I still suck at it I get you and then the vocal i didn't like the vocal and I went to do like another take of it Mm. and I have a cold so it wasn't good like it was like I like my it, it wasn't yeah it was not a good vocal take but also I'm like I'm like oh maybe I'll do another one with a different mic and I'm like maybe just wait until you don't have a fucking cold
1: yeah yeah But you were that artist part in you was like. I want it done now. I want to get it done now. Being self conscious and like, if I don't do it now, I'll just I'll never fucking get it done. I need to work (coughs) on this, you know.
0: (coughs) With the mental mentality that if you're not ahead, you're behind.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Where I'm like, I'm not, I'm not ahead on this. Like, I'm definitely falling behind on it. And if I don't get this full day done, I'll be even further behind. And I'll and then the the ultimate like, I follow that thought process down like, and then the album will never get released ever yeah like i'll never i'll put all this work into it for nothing yeah no one will even hear it which is silly you know yeah i'm gonna do it um i do need to push myself to work harder on it but i don't need it's not healthy to like follow that chain of like anxiety no, down get to done. like yeah and,
1: and knowing and knowing you you look how much shit you've already put out in your life
0: i know but it's been a while since i put anything out recently like and it's gonna be better than
1: ever I hope so. I believe.
0: Like, we got this... Oh, we've been recording The Rock and Roll Bitches for how long now? We got one song done. And we And then, like, we still just need to get Steed to play drums on the other one. I have three songs I still have, like, pre-written for The Rock and Roll Bitches I want to do. I want to do, like, a five-song EP with The Rock and Roll Bitches. I think that'd be really fun. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, my album... Rock and roll bitches. And then I have like five new songs I'm working on that I haven't brought to the band yet because I just want to finish this album before I start new stuff. Yeah. I want to, like, one foot in front of the other one foot in front of the other you know exactly. what I mean I don't yeah. want to like
1: it's easy to get overloaded with different projects and different scraps of your mind that are like okay well I want to do this now yeah and then you know this idea interests me I'll, j- I'll just start this and I'll put this on the yeah. sidelines yeah and before you know it you got 30 pieces of paper in front of you that t- don't correlate to each other at all yeah and it's just gibberish it's just fucking writings of a fucking madman it looks like yeah. you know
0: and, and I love this podcast I really do but it's like trying to pump one out every single week is like it's kind of difficult because I'm like, I gotta get everyone there and then I gotta mix it and put it out. Yeah. And then it's like I look at the numbers. And I'm like, <coughs> fuck. I'm like killing myself to get this out for like, <coughs> like 15 people to listen to it.
1: <coughs> 15 beautiful souls.
0: But I think it'll be. And then I think I know why I do is because well, here's the thing. If I I I overall I love doing it. Right. it's just those bad days where I'm like what am I doing it's the bad days where I'm like what am I doing with this fucking podcast like yeah. am I even putting anything out worthwhile for people to listen to people even like I know a couple people like it but do they really like it Right? you know how much how good is it
1: are they just being especially compared to phony the,
0: yeah or not even phony it was just like it's one of those things where it's like even with when I have the same thing with music where it's like there's like how many bands out there is what I'm doing really necessary? Does that make sense?
1: Yep. No, I get you. In the sea of creations, your thing going to stand out even.
0: Yeah, or is it even going to matter at all? Like, there's so many podcasts now with so many people who are like far more talented than I am at doing them. But I just, at the end of the day, you got to do it because you like doing it, you yeah. know. And I just got to find a way to like be. I, and it's like I don't even need to find a way. I'm okay with our amount of listeners. And most of the time, I really like the podcast. It's just when I'm in a bad mood. I hear you. Or when I'm stressed and I'm like, I got to work on the album. I got to have band practice. I got to work on my uh, lesson plans for my job and I got to squeeze a podcast in. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah. Or I feel bad because I don't do a lot of pre production or preparing for the podcast. Right. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I'm wasting everyone's time when I don't when mm-hmm. do that. But then we get good stuff sometimes yeah. out of
1: that. I get you. No, I
0: get you. I it- Like this week. This week I had band practice booked every single day and Mark's canceled last minute every single day. Hmm. It's been like an hour before band practice. He's like, I can't come. That motherfucker. That's son of a But then like, so band practice, we got a gig coming up at the end of the month. And then also I got to get my lesson plans done today and I had to record two podcasts this weekend. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Hang out with Jamie, all that stuff. Gotta squeeze that in.
1: Yeah, you're a fucking busy guy, like, guy and, and now, it's dude. like,
0: what am I complaining about, though? You know how I many people would, like, kill to have the kind of free time I have? Mm-hmm. I'm not financially, like, in trouble right now. I'm not, like, in danger of not eating. Like, I'm financially good. I only work three days a week. Yeah. I'm living a really good life. And somehow I'm managing to make it bad for myself. <sighs> it's... You know what I mean? Like, somehow... I'm fucking it up for me we got and it's like I have it so good and I need to sit back and appreciate how good I have it right now you got a very strong will of cynicism
1: (laughs) your cynicism (laughs) mine too mine too it's a problem with me too absolutely it's a very fucking overpowering strong cynicism which always tries to outsmart the part of our brain which makes it be like you know what things are good you know what I am happy that girl is with that guy and then our cynicism tries to hide itself into so devilishly handsome, which is like, no, you know what? Things don't have to be good all the time. And maybe it's okay being upset or, with or things. Or it kind of comes out
0: of a fear of like, When's the other shoe gonna drop? When's the thing that's gonna happen? It's gonna, like, almost trying to get ahead of misery. Yeah. Things are good by now. By being miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to, like, well, I'm gonna be miserable already. So when the bad thing happens, I'll be like, yeah, just another uh, fucking thing. I Big called, surprise. I called it. I always knew I'd be unhappy. I always knew it. And here I am. Here so I who's am. laughing now? Me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly, it's like fucking. I fucking outsmarted
0: everyone. I told you it'd all be unhappy, and here we are.
1: It's like fucking the character of Gil on The Simpsons. Just that <laughs> miserable Carl Salesman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking Gil. That's exactly what it's like. Just like, well, I told you all, life is fucking shit. I knew it I knew it
0: They're Like yeah but what about it? Like for years It wasn't shit And now it's shit And you were just miserable For years when it was good Yeah well that's cause I knew it was coming
1: This is my moment <laughs> This is my fucking moment people <laughs> uh, And how ridiculous Right How ridiculous But Obviously We're the type of people Where it's part of us But it's obviously Not too commanding You
0: grew up in a weird family Where bad shit happen All the time yeah. So we're just like constantly wanting it's like constantly trying to prepare ourselves. Like Mark Marin was talking about uh dating fucked up girls who are a lot like his mom mm-hmm. and how like he knows it's gonna go bad when he dates these fucked up girls, but it's just it's the exact kind of fucked up that he knows how to deal with right. or that he's used to.
1: Right. It's it's at least known to him.
0: So that's why he does it, you know, mm-hmm. instead of even dating a nice girl.
1: Yeah. I hear you. I think we're getting a bit Freudian with the whole subject, but yeah, I get you.
0: Yeah.
1: I think, <coughs> <coughs> yeah, I don't know. We're, there's we're an just, element. I mean, we're like, very East Coast people, yeah. man. We're very fucking. We enjoy fighting. Mm-hmm. We don't enjoy fighting, but we do. But there's a part of us that can handle ourselves in that situation.
0: Yeah,
1: where in that situation we're not stressed out. Yeah. If that makes any sense. When we're, we're yelling and fighting at each other. We are so in control of ourselves, and then we're. You know what it is,
0: man. When I'm fighting with somebody, when I'm in the middle of an argument, yeah, that's like one of the few times in my life where there's absolutely no fear whatsoever. I'm just angry. Yeah, I'm just mad. I'm not afraid. I'm mad, and I'm gonna get justice. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, no matter what, I'm getting fucking justice. And I'm not afraid if I'm mad enough at whoever I'm mad at, you know, I'm not afraid what they're going to say or react because they're already seeing me at my worst. So it's all out there. Right. It's all out there. Me being a shithead is out there. Me being an angry prick is out there. Yeah. And so I feel I don't feel as opposed to when things are going good. I'm constantly afraid that it's going to be. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen where it all goes bad?
1: Or are you doing something to embarrass yourself? Blah yeah. blah 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 blah. Do I look yeah. bad right now?
0: Yeah, something,
1: something. When you're in a fight, it's just primal. Yeah, it's just you're trying to tear someone down. And well, let me mind, people, me and my brother don't mean physical fights at all. Me and my no, brother no, no, not physical. Me and my not brother at just mean Verbal. yelling. Yeah, just just we're not a physical fighting family. We're the type of family that. Does so much emotional damage to each other. The physical
0: part isn't necessary. And me me and Jamie have been so good lately. Yeah. And I'll catch myself trying to draw her into a fight.
1: But at least you catch yourself, though. Yeah.
0: It's like, that's that's mom. That's our mom right there. Our mother
1: is addicted to fighting.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it's just like, I'll just catch myself being like... Like, out, everything's going good, and out of nowhere, I'll be like, hey, you remember when you did this? <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, yeah.
0: And I'll just, like, I'll come at her with a tone yeah. out of nowhere, and she'll be like, Braden, what are you doing right now?
1: And you're like, I don't know. Uh, I'm like,
0: yeah, you're right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing right now. Why, why am I doing this? Everything's good.
1: I feel yeah. I feel ya. No, that <laughs> it's was fucked like fucked up, man. It is fucked up. Like, um... I had this talk with a friend last night I was talking to her about, um, a different girl. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was such a bittersweet conversation, but I, I was so torn on how to feel right. Mm-hmm. Either way though, it wasn't bad. I was either sad or content. So it was cool. It was kind of, it was kind of a cool experience, you know, Yeah, absolutely. where it's just going between content and sad. But at the same time, that's very bittersweet to me. Feeling content is like an ending to something to me, and I hate (coughs) endings. Me too. But it was such an uplifting kind of epiphany moment, you know? Mm -hmm. Where I've been been fucking working on myself for a while now, trying to get better, you know? Mm -hmm. I've been fucking constantly at least trying to be a better person, let's say for at least past two years, you know? Mm -hmm. We have, past five years have been shit, but for a lot of those years I was just trying to hide it and live in it, and Live in the self-destruction and like, you know, live at least, like, have, at least leave like a Sid Vicious legacy or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. But let's say past two, three years, you know, I've actually been trying to help myself out for the better and shit. But I was doing it for other people still. I was still trying to make myself better for, you know, a girl, Mm -hmm. you know, or make myself better for my family or blah, 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 you know, or make myself better for, you know, the audience of my art or something, you know, but uh, it was never for me. And now, you know, I've, I really feel like giving myself a pat on the back, you know, really feel like jerking myself off a little bit. For a while. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think I need to, it's not, not, yeah. not in an egotistical way at all, just like I am normally, but I definitely have to stop giving up. So much for other people, you know, giving up emotions or letting my emotions take aside for other people's emotions, yeah. you know, it hasn't brought me anywhere. Good. It hasn't, it hasn't brought me anywhere, <coughs> hasn't brought me anywhere good. I'm not, and I'm not saying being mean or nice. It's not about that. You should always be a kind person, mm-hmm. but there's a limit to kindness turning into desperation. Yeah. And
0: also like you get tied in with that person all of a sudden. Uh, like, you get mad if they're not feeling the way you think they should feel.
1: Yeah. Oh, I think about that, but, I mean, that's that's just me with women all the time. <laughs> that's just me and a general woman. Artie Lang had a really funny story where I could relate, where it's like, sometimes if you're that guy, you're like, you see a hot chick, and in your head, you're already dating her, and you've made up this whole story, <laughs> and so she does something, like, talks to another guy or whatever, and you get pissed off, right? Yeah, because, like, the minute you see a hot girl, it's like, It's fucking strange, you know? You can be a sensible guy, but in your head, it's like, oh, we've been dating, we've had this lovely life. And then she'll go talk to a guy, and in your head, you're fucking pissed. And it's like, what am I
0: pissed at? It's funny, because people forget what it's like, how horrible being single is. Like, I remember that exact thing. Like, where it's like, when you're single too, you just like, especially if you don't want to be single. Here's the thing. If you don't want to be single and you're single, that's such a, it's a bad position to be in because women can smell the desperation on you.
1: I felt like I've you know? kept a good mark where I'm still... Uh, it's just natural for me to be a bachelor. I'm not bitter against women, if that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I hope I'm not. Do I come off like I'm bitter against women? I'm very no, not. No, it
0: depends on how drunk you get. <laughs> like, specific
1: women. Not women in general, though.
0: No, not women in general. No, 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 no. It's
1: definitely specific women. Like, I'm not I'm not lacking. I'm not like, well, I'm just done looking for women, then. Fuck all women, you know?
0: Yeah, and I would get that way. I would get... Or like... Um, I remember, like, there's this one, okay, there's this one person I had a big crush on for a long time when I was single, and I was just like, it we were, we just, I thought, in my head, anyways, and I think in real life, we clicked so well socially, mm. and it was like, everything would just make sense if we were dating, like, everything, like, fits together, and she just wasn't interested in me at all, it just wasn't her, her, uh, type. Yeah. But then, like, we'd do this thing where I'd be like, I can't talk to you anymore, because I like you too much, mm-hmm. and then she'd be like... <laughs> get mad because she's like, well, well, I thought we were friends, you know? And I'd be like, no, we're not. I'm not your friend anymore. You get the fuck away from me. <laughs> and then I, you know, but we were friends and I missed our friendship. We right. were friends, you know? Yeah. But I, I wanted to be more. And then like, we'd become friends again. And then like, we click again. We'd like kind of like disconnect and then click socially again.
1: Because you guys click so well. Yeah. Good chemistry. And, and then when I
0: came back, when I came back, I, there'd be a part of me that's like, all right, I'm not going to take these and read into these things as if they're signals of <laughs> she her liking me. I'm just going to put up a friendship wall. <laughs> yeah. I'm put this fucking friendship wall. And of course, like, little things she'd say be soft, do be like, I'd be like heart. how can that not be how can we not be perfect for each other she'd just be
1: <laughs> caressing your soft little pudgy heart Yeah, just,
0: but like her for her she's just being my friend in my mind I'm like we need to get married you're like, oh, <laughs> like "You're such a good friend <laughs> yeah exactly like I would just like I just liked her so much and then like we'd go out as friends like it'd be like we'd be at uh the shitty at Lone Star at Horrible Dance Club yeah and, of course, like, the only reason why I'd really go out is because she was going out. Yeah. And then, like, I'd see all these guys hit on her because she's a hot chick, and i just get so mad. And I'd walk home so miserable. I remember I'd just get drunk, too. Which is like, of course I stayed single. Every time I ever hit on a girl, I was sloppy drunk. Like, right. no girl's going to go home, like if here's the thing i don't have the looks to facilitate a drunk hookup we, we I, imagine I, we're ourselves the guys that like if we're gonna get a girl it's because we're like loud and funny yeah. or like you know what i mean like but not it's
1: personality based it's not looks based not not to the point where we're <laughs> like john belushi
0: it's it's the thing well it's like i'll just get sloppy drunk like everyone gets a point where they're so drunk where they stop being charming at all yeah and they just turn into like kind of like a big infant yeah and I, I get that drunk every single time oh, I and went we, up to hit in chicks. Oh, and we
1: look like infants already. So much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put a diaper on me and shave me down. I'm the. Ba- I am. Oh. I have the physique of a baby. Oh, I look like a, a fucking fat baby. overgrown cherub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, like, they would hit on her, and I would just like get sloppy drunk and walk home, and listen to the most miserable, sad music. <laughs> Hell yeah, and brother. Just, like, and I'm just like and it's like, yeah, man, sometimes the losers do get lucky Tom Payne, but sometimes I don't, <laughs> you know, I just get so upset, like so depressed. Yeah. And I just wake up depressed, you know, and I lived my life that way for a long time. So it's like, in a weird way, it's, it's hard, like getting used to like dating a, like an awesome chick. Yeah. You know, who I really like. And I'm like so glad that we didn't, that I didn't hook up with that one girl because uh, I have Jamie, you know, and Jamie's amazing. Yeah. But it's, it's the loneliness of being of, of being a single guy is hard because in, in, yeah, it gets rough in, sometimes. It's cause, partly because of our biology, I think. Yeah. Because honestly, this is gonna be a controversial statement, but I feel like women have a much easier time getting laid than guys.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you. Even though it feels like a
0: even like even like cheesy. girls,
1: even though yeah, it does sound like a cheesy Who think they're ugly or whatever, thing. they
0: could pull in like some dude. On the dl or whatever <laughs> you know what i mean like guys are, guys cannot, are always desperate to fuck yeah i i women not so much to the point where it's like i cannot if i if if i was single right now and i was just like i'm gonna go out and get laid tonight i can't say that <laughs> and i feel like a lot of women can say that you know what i mean yeah yeah i go like i hope some poor woman finds me charming and like puts pity on me and takes me home and like lets me like feel her boo. I remember when I was so I'm too much
1: of a romantic for that. It's weird. I'm like a lonely guy, but I don't know why we're getting onto my lonely I'm I'm a very lonely (laughs) man. I got Lube back home (laughs) and it's a very triumphant
0: triumphant (laughs) podcast to go out on before (laughs) your big break. I'm lonely. I'm scared (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaving this podcast
1: (laughs) but no but um I also got that like romantic side in me where it's like that in that like kind of pride side in me where it's like, don't settle for too little, you know, So I I yeah. got that weird. I that. Uh, yeah. So it's that weird, gross fight inside of me.
0: There was this one girl that I fucked a couple of times, lived in Grand Prairie and I was like, she, she liked me and I just thought she was annoying and it yeah. was like hard to be around her, but she like, she was a really, really good lay. And I would like break down and like sex her, or like she would come, or like we'd fuck or something. But then I'd go in my head, I'd be like, is this, are we settling? Is this where we settle? Right. My roommate, my best friends hated her, mm. hated her. Yeah. Like, is this where it is? Is this where, is this, and, and it's just like, is this what it's all for, man? Just <laughs> yeah. what, what it's, it's come it's, to. Is fucking, this what it's come to? Yeah. Sucking, <laughs> eating. <laughs> <laughs> but I hated her. I hated her personality. And I like I hated the idea of just to me the idea of just selling for someone who's willing to be with you is so oh, sad. That's is that that's insanely, insanely sad.
1: Especially like, like, the way like, you put it just then.
0: And you know how you feel about her. And I'm being a dick too, because I'm using her. Yeah. I if I'm a if I'm like a nice guy. I tell her I'm not interested at all so she can go find a boyfriend who is interested in her, who matches her. You know what I mean? And I'm you're wasting a, her time.
1: And you're a good looking guy. You don't you I'm don't, not
0: that good looking. Now that's where you blow smoke handsome, up my ass. You're a handsome but,
1: guy though. You don't you're not no, the not. type of guy who If I was a handsome
0: guy, I wouldn't have that but people you know, say they want funny people. That's bullshit. They want good looking but people. you're not the type of good guy looking with that emphasis would, on good looking you shouldn't you shouldn't
1: ever and you didn't you know someone who's how the what did you how did you word it again someone who's just willing someone's just willing to be with you right that is so fucking sad and that is such a sad statement you know like i would hate that for you i would fucking i'd yeah, go yeah. I. i might kill you <laughs> <laughs> Just, just to put you out of your misery. I don't know what I'd do. At the
0: wedding? <laughs> at the wedding? I j- And then, boom! <laughs> and, like, a fucking bullet goes through my head, and I fall down and reveals you got, like, a rifle behind
1: me. <laughs> I'm up on, like, a sniping tower. <laughs> I object. I
0: object. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh. Or like you kill me like a Chief does to Jack Nicholson in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest.
1: <laughs> and fucking over the pillow. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're just like, no man, not you. <laughs> <laughs> not you
1: too, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you fucking str- str- strangle with the pillow, pick up a
1: sink and throw it out the window. That's a comfortable movie for like daytime movie watching. Oh, it's a great daytime. It has that classic '70s about- film grain.
0: Danny DeVito so good, and there's so many great performances. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his name from Taxi and Back to the Future? Doc. Yeah, dogs. He's in there as one of the loons. It's a good show.
0: Oh, it's amazing.
1: What I were we talking those about? Dogs though? are loud, man. Those
0: are loud dogs. So. Yeah, loneliness. Lon-
1: loneliness sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's uh, it can get overbearing at times.
0: Yeah. Oh, I was telling you this in Walmart. I never had to finish the story. I got, can I finish this? Yeah. this no. Oh, we talking about like how you watch, you look at a movie, you know, from the trailers, from everything, that's just going to be a fucking horrible movie. Mm. And then like, I'm like, and, and I'm like, I'm going to watch it anyways. You said you've only done that once or twice, maybe. But I, it's not even like so bad it's good. It's just going to be a bad movie.
1: Uh, like I'll give you an example of not doing it, like Sausage Party. Right. So I saw, I saw Sausage Party, saw the advertising, went, no, not, not for, for me. me. <laughs> I'm going to waste it. But exactly, then,
0: exactly the kind of movie I'm talking about.
1: But. I don't know, something, something that would intrigue me is if it's like, if I feel the creator is like genuinely into it and a weird guy, I'd be like, I gotta go into this world for a bit. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. Uh, and so you did that recently? Yeah, it was not because I thought the artist said any particular merit. Why, why'd you do it? What was the uh, you attraction? You know what I, was, I was like? Two reasons. One, I heard Mark Maron was in the beginning of it, and I like Mark Maron's acting. Right. But he was awesome and Glow. So I want to see what that was. Cause I especially couldn't place Mark Maron in this movie. It didn't make sense that Mark Maron would be in this movie uh-huh. based off the ads and shit. And I, I was just like, I just like, there's a part of me that's just like, let me see how fucking stupid, how horrible this movie is.
1: It wasn't rough night with all the girls. Was it? No,
0: but someone along those lines.
1: Oh, okay. Rough night. i would still rough night. I'd uh, watch for maybe a spank bank factor. Yeah. I like scar Joe.
0: Uh, I think it's Mike and Mike and Dave get dates oh, for the wedding. Oh no, or, with Adam
1: Devine. <laughs> yeah. Oh no.
0: And Adam, like, God damn it, I had Adam Devine. There's parts where he's just making me laugh based on the faces and sounds he would make.
1: Based on like Jim Carrey making you laugh, but not. Yes, he's his very, character. I, I
0: never noticed that, but there's like a big Jim Carrey factor to Adam Devine that I never. Oh really yeah, thought. totally.
1: He's totally like a Jim Carrey or Jack Black guy, where no matter what, he's still Adam Devine yes funny dude
0: absolutely absolutely and mark maron was in the beginning like i thought yeah he plays like a bartender at the beginning but it was like so because i was like how the fuck does mark maron fit into this movie (laughs) like any sense to me whatsoever right and so yeah i I watched it and it was just like there was a lot of like horrible just like bad like
1: you watched the entire thing yeah yeah
0: watched i couldn't stop i don't know why (laughs) Well, it Kend- sucked me in I was like Do I like this movie <laughs>
1: Anna Kendrick Is a good looking yeah, and, Lady and, and, uh, Audrey Aubrey Plaza
0: Aubrey Plaza Is beautiful I think she's better looking at Anna Kendrick
1: And uh Aren't they kind of Skimpy kind in this movie It's kind of movie Where like Here's like here's, Don't like, they have skimpy outfits I, In that movie I,
0: ha- I have a, I have some There's certain female Friends I have Who I like a lot Who I think would like Love this movie Yeah Certain kind of, Kind of people Who would really love Like now you see me <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching it but it's like one of those things where it's almost like I'm really glad I'm not dating anyone who really likes this movie and I have to pretend like it's <laughs> I have to sit here and pretend like it's not fucking horrible like
1: it has some sort of merit
0: there's just like bad there's just like jokes where it's like they're trying so hard to go for like the Will Ferrell uh,
1: um, like a not grad date fucking Will wedding F- pl- uh, not wedding crashers stepbrothers Ste- try so hard to go for the Step Brothers thing big I was time. thinking um, what's it called the one with Luke Wilson. <laughs> wedding crashers? No, it, no, graduate or the graduators or
0: graduators. Oh reunion. old school? Old school. Yeah, they're going for that. Like I I almost like Wedding Crashers. That's great. Wedding Crashers meets stepbrothers. Okay. Because the whole plot is Adam Divine and then the gut looking guy in it. Yeah. Zach Efron. Yeah. 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 They're brothers. Right. And they're just too crazy. <laughs> the family's like, You're too crazy at these <laughs> <Too> events. <crazy. laughs>
1: Guys are- I, hey i like zach efron but he really seems like he's acting oh, when he's him. playing that guy i hate I that don't guy like- who's like hey I, hey i'm hot but i'm funny <laughs> 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 don't just look at me for my looks i fuck it. I'm, hey, funny, I'm funny
0: too i'm funny too yeah i'm funny i can
1: make i, I can make like small dick jokes like you guys <laughs> yeah it's like yeah but you're not fat and there's it's not like a self-deprecating it's like you're actually no. making it's like yeah, I'm making fun of myself. There's no s- actual self-deprecation oh, and there. I will say,
0: without Adam Devine, Sans one scene, there's one scene without Adam Devine that was, all right, this movie would be kind of just like a total piece of crap.
1: Yeah, he saved it. Because all
0: the funniness is wrapped around Adam Devine, being Adam Devine. Right. Like the whole... The movie should be called Adam Devine in this situation. <laughs> <Almost> like, <laughs> should it be called Adam, like, almost like, you know, Like Ernest. a
1: workaholic special?
0: Uh, yeah, or like, you know, it's like, Ernest scared stupid. Yes. Ernest goes to jail. This movie should be called Adam Devine goes to a wedding in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> does, he, does he end up fucking one of them? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. At the very end. Which one? Because Pla- Aubrey Plaza is like, I'm going to pretend to like him, but I don't like him. And then, of course, she ends up liking him. She ends
1: him. up liking him? Yeah. So he gets he gets Aubrey Plaza.
0: Yeah, oh. um,
1: I'm like he's just. Find, it's like character. it's not
0: even like the jokes there, but like they're trying to go for this like Will Ferrell. Uh, what's the guy? The other guy in Step Brothers? I can't do we Riley. John C. Riley, and they're just not as good as those guys. Yeah, right. you know what I mean. Like they're trying to do this adult child thing, and Step Brothers w- was
1: sort of original, if that makes sense. Yes, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. it was it was falling into that line of comedy of like. Who's their producer, the stepbrother, is all that, Wedding Crashers producer. Yeah. It was that that kind of comedy mixed with a little bit of Judd Apatow, you know? Yeah. That and was you, very big.
0: And you know what? And I think part of what makes that, a part of the formula that makes that Will Ferrell, John C. Riley <laughs> thing so good is you get no sense that Will Ferrell the man and John C. Riley the man think that the characters they're playing are. They're trying they're not trying to make the characters playing funny, silly, dumb, but, but cool. Yeah. The like, cool does not factor into it. As for with that one, there's a factor of like, I'm just a cool, normal guy. Right. But I'm wacky. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's this fucking thing, right? I almost feel I like I wouldn't stop watching it.
1: That's a great way of describing the difference between Broad City and Workaholics. I love both of them. Uh-huh. And broad city, they do like to make fun of themselves. But it's almost not self-deprecating. It's like we're there making, is some
0: preachy shit in Broad City. You where know, they're like this is how yeah. you should
1: be. And, and I like Broad City. I, lo- I love Broad City. But Workaholics is like it's it's goofing on their insecurities. It's goofing on them. It's yeah. like it's goof. Everything's a goof. <laughs> yes. Whereas Broad City really does seem like even if they're making a joke they're trying to do it in like a cool Quentin Tarantino way where it's like, (laughs) let's walk down this New York street and follow us with this steady cam, you know, which it's a great show. I fucking love it. I'm not going Mm -hmm. negative on the show,
0: but that is like, that's, I do love the self-deprecation. it
1: has this sense that Broad City is like, Hey, this is a pretty good show. Yeah. Where Workaholics is like, Holy shit, we got to do another season. You know, Oh, it's
0: so good. Um, yeah, exactly. And I feel like Workaholics goes straight more for the funny, if that makes sense. Yeah. But anyway, what I was getting at was, like...
1: Okay, yeah, Mike and Dave. Mike and
0: Dave, yeah. It was kind of, like, there's this one scene. I feel so ashamed, but there's this one scene that made me laugh so hard, and it's the stupidest... It's, it is the stupidest joke. It doesn't involve Mike or Dave. Because <laughs> the whole plot is they're going to their... Like, they're crazy, and their their sister's getting married. Right. And uh, and it's this destination Hawaii wedding. Like your parents, are like, don't you ruin this wedding? Get dates. So we'll keep you in line, which is an odd premise.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty weird.
0: And then they post uh, like a going to Hawaii, come to Hawaii with us as dates, and it somehow goes viral on Craigslist. Anyway, so they're <laughs> only
1: getting dates because their parents told them. Yes, weird kids. They want to go stag. Weird kids. Yeah,
0: and so, anyways, but there's this one scene where the sister is getting married. She's uh, going in for a massage, and Kumail Nanjiani plays the masseuse. Okay, yeah. And uh, oh, such a stupid joke, and it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, it's, this shouldn't be that this funny to me. It sh- I know it's dumb. I know it's a poorly written, it shouldn't be this funny to me, but it really is. Right. Um, there's one point where Anna Kendrick's character, uh, she fucked up, and like the they made a couple decisions that led to... Anna Kendrick, Abbey Plaza, made a couple decisions in the plot line that led to the sister whose wedding it was. She ended up injuring her face. So she's all mad and up, uh, kind of upset. Okay. And Abrae Plaza tries to make it up by going up to Kumail Nanjiani, who's like the masseuse. Uh-huh. And she wants to like... She pays him extra to give her like a... Su- uh, the kind of massage I would give her an orgasm, but without penetration is sort of... Okay. So it's like a tantric kind of thing where... And, and and so the part I guess Adam Devine is kind of in it. Never mind, because like the the punchline is like they show him like Kumail oiling her up, and then he disrobes and he starts oiling himself up. Uh huh. And there's a bunch of shots of him doing the massage thing. It's just like stupid, silly moves. Yeah. <laughs> and then Adam, Adam yeah, you're like I can't, I hate it. I hate that I love this so much. <laughs> Adam Devine walks in as his sister. I don't know why he's walking in there. He's walking in as his sister is having the orgasm. Yeah. And the move that he's doing is he's just like, she's totally naked face down. He's totally naked. Yeah. Uh, kind of like crab walking right above her. Like he's got like his hands and knees and he's kind of like hovering above her and he's totally nude. Yeah. And he's got like a cock piece on. Him. He can't see his dick, but he's just like bouncing his butt up against her butt. <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs> It got you. It got me, dude. Two only butts ramming into each other. Come I loved it, butt. dude. I loved it. Laugh so hard. That's great. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. That's
1: great. I did think there would be more of a payoff, but that's now great. Now that I'll show
0: you the scene. It's fucking wacky.
1: Oh, That's pretty great.
0: Yeah, that's all I wanted to tell you. Walmart never actually has to get around to it. Um... Yeah. And, uh, oh man, we ran into a guy. Okay. Ran into an acquaintance at Walmart. Speaking of butts, just quick mm. aside.
1: As soon as we walked in
0: <laughs> an older guy who we both know, respect. Yeah. And he's nice, nice person, but just held a hostage in Walmart for a long time. We're trying to get in and out. And he starts showing us pictures of his, uh, his wife is with him. They're like an older couple. So showing us pictures of his, uh, vacation, vacation, and he flips through. He's like, "Yeah, there's us swimming." And he like plays this video of his wife like getting out of the ocean, and she's wearing, the, she's just wearing like a thong, so you can see her full ass. <laughs> and we're just, I'm just sitting there in Walmart watching a video of this guy's wife's ass. <laughs> it's so weird. It feels so weird. Did she see? Where was she when this video was playing? I don't know if she saw. Maybe she saw. I don't know, man. It was just an odd It was weird
1: Did you get chubbed up? Just like
0: That's why I don't look At Instagram at work in, Because I follow A shit ton of porn stars On Instagram right. I don't want someone There's a window behind me I don't want someone To walk by And I'm just like Peeping chicks on Instagram <laughs> Especially because like, You teach students and shit Yeah kids Like I can't be going On Instagram at work
1: The curse of dog The curse of dog
0: Dog curse
2: Dog God. <laughs> God <curse. laughs>
0: God, God damn it It's not a guitar teacher It's the skin yeah. of a demon <laughs> Skin of a pederast. Skin of a pederast. Uh they won't even get that until the Paul Wien cast.
1: Once they, they'll have to go back and then, <laughs> and then get the joke.
0: Oh god!
1: But yeah, taking a step away, gonna do, uh, gonna do a little working on me, as they say in All those right, '90s man. sitcoms.
0: We'll see. We'll in I'll be back. I'll be back. Catch up with you soon enough.
1: When I say shit like that, it's like usually like two weeks. I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm, I'm
0: ready <laughs> to ep- miss two episodes. Yeah.
1: It'll be like I'll miss like one episode and be like, okay, I
0: think I'm ready to get back in the swing, I think. <laughs> All right, cool, man. Well, I think that's a good episode. Unless there's anything else you want to...
1: No, I feel like that's good. People can still keep tracking me. Max's house on Twitter. Max's house, bitch. Um, and yeah, I'll still be around. I'll still be involved. We'll still be doing shit. Yeah. Me and you closely.
0: You can catch Shake Appeal at Casey's Pub. Grand Prairie. No, Fort St. John. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> on the 27th. And we'll be playing the Bears Den Halloween Party on the 28th.
1: In Dawson so Friday, Creek.
0: Saturday. Yeah, Friday, Saturday of that weekend.
1: And Dawson Creek. Both nights you're playing.
0: Yeah, one after the other. It's like the day before is Casey's and the next day is the Bears Den. Okay. All right. So that was a good one. That right? yeah, was. All right. I'll feel good people. Goodbye, freak bitches. caught on the skull. Oh,
1: man, brain. <laughs> brain was snapped. Mm-hmm.